1: We need to give thanks. We need to receive thanks. We need to be this vessel of continual gratitude. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so that together we can be uplifted and benefit all beings everywhere. This is the day after Thanksgiving, a beautiful day after a gathering that is often joyous, where family gathers together, friends gather together, lots of food is um, partaken, and uh, it's a wonderful time, but people often have a little post-Thanksgiving blues. So today's podcast is especially about addressing the post-Thanksgiving blues with a reset. So the name of the podcast today is Reset. Make sure to share it with somebody who might be experiencing some of the post-Thanksgiving stuff that happens. Um, so, reset is an idea that we have these metaphorical, physical, emotional, spiritual buttons that we can press, and it's kind of like again a, a brain mapping thing where if we push this button. It resets us. We can almost start with a fresh plate, so to speak. And with like everything else I talk about, uh, movement patterns, behavioral patterns, everything's tied into the brain and the nervous system. And so if we can fully imagine that we actually have this button there to push reset, then it gives us the awareness and the possibility and the permission to do so. So we don't have to go down any paths of um, of, of behavior patterning or or mind pattering that patterning that pat turning that is not serving us. So often with the holidays, uh, it's it's really well established from a from a psychological standpoint. The Thanksgiving blues is or holiday blues is well known and well established. There's a variety of reasons for that. And a lot of it has to do with high expectations, maybe even a little pressure that you're going to have a great holiday, that you're having a gathering with friends and family. Um, But with that, you might not have a lot of friends and family around you. You might be separated from them. So then there's the flip side of that. There's food that's involved and there's often a lot of it and sometimes kind of an overindulgence of it. And food can be used as a celebration, as a gathering, as a way of literally breaking bread and and having a um, an experience together. But it can also be a source of stuffing down our feelings or providing comfort that's actually not real comfort, but that is kind of numbing our um, feelings with food. And even if it's not purposeful, even if we're really feeling pretty jolly, In all the other ways, uh, if we eat too much food, that just doesn't feel great. And so there's the food aspect that's involved. And then post Thanksgiving in particular, today, um, Black Friday, there's a whole other slew of kind of emotions that come up with that, um, that are all under this flag of consumerism. And consumerism is often another kind of escape route uh, that people can go down or on instead of just sitting with feelings that they might be having. Purchasing is something that we have been taught from a young age is a antidote or a solution to feeling stuff. You can always buy something to make you feel better, to make you look better. Um, And that isn't the case, as we really know inside that we can't buy anything. We can't buy happiness. But um, is it... Is it a good day to go out and, and buy a ton of stuff? Well, let me give you what I consider the acronym. And by no means I'm an expert on this. I'm just offering up things that I've observed over my time period of Thanksgiving holidays and um, the an experience of interacting with people who have had holiday post-blues or or need some kind of reset. Maybe it's not even the blues, but they just feel stuffed physically, metaphorically, all of that. So a reset button is here's for you, here for you to push. And as always, I like to use acronyms because that makes it fun and it makes it easy to remember. So reset R. The first thing, what do we want to do? We want to release. So again, Thanksgiving is often perceived as, and possibly is, a, a joyful time. We see family, we um, might see family we don't usually see. We can catch up. We have food. We might even have drinks. Um, we socialize and have a good time. I mean, that's kind of how it's depicted in the movies, at least, right? <laughs> um, but so after after that time period, together, if you're with family or friends or not together, there is um, a, a kind of a need for release. And the release is. Often, just the release of feelings, whether they're pent up or whether they were a part of the experience of having Thanksgiving. You know, for any everybody experiences Thanksgiving differently, but you know, there's either you traveled somewhere, someone traveled to you, or you didn't travel somewhere. Those are some of the possibilities, and there's there's um, some stuff that can happen with all of those that can be stressful. There can be stress with family. There can be stress without family. You know, There can be um, sadness if, if a family member isn't with you anymore um, or able to be with you because of sickness or distance. There could be joy because there's new family members, but it's different. It changes. You can be coming back to, often as adults, we go back to our, our family home and it's different. And yet sometimes the dynamics are the same. So it's very confusing, like, wait, I'm an adult, but wait, I'm being treated like a child. So it's just a lot of different emotions that can come up after a holiday together. And so sometimes we need to release some of the things that we're feeling or holding on to either building up to the holiday itself, um, after the holiday, if there's been any disappointment or if there's been any... Um interactions that weren't at, at peaceful and, and that just can happen. I mean, families uh that can happen. It can happen with friends, but these are all possibilities. And so releasing it is uh through breath work, you know, just sitting and or standing and taking some deep full breaths. Breath work is really underestimated in its power but it's been shown again through science and through the practice that it can calm your nervous system down in a matter of minutes if you take huge full breaths. So taking three full breaths is already has already been shown to be incredibly, incredibly beneficial for our nervous system. So releasing any of this kind of held um, tension that you might have had, even if it was like, hey, you were in traffic for four hours and you didn't even realize you had tension. You know, you just brought it into the day and then the next day you wake up and just pausing on this day of post Thanksgiving and just taking three full breaths, just doing that and seeing if that helps. There can be a release through journaling, writing things down. It's often been called a brain dump. Like you have a lot on your mind and it could be great stuff. This isn't necessarily all like Thanksgiving is stressful or holidays are stressful, but we know there is almost always some degree of of challenge or stress involved because it's different. You're you're having a lot of expectation around a very, very special holiday that happens once a year that involves family, friends, and food. So there's often going to be a little stress. So it's but it doesn't have to be negative it could just be you want to it really you had a great family gathering and and you had or had great discussions with friends and you want to journal about it so releasing that in the form of writing and freefall free form writing is super super easy to do you don't have to be a writer you just literally put pen to paper and just start writing you don't even have to write about anything that you're thinking about. It's almost like your subconscious comes out. So through journaling is is a nice way of releasing. And then just through just a few moments of reflection, of reflecting that, because sometimes you had such a great day, such a wonderful experience, saw people that you haven't seen in a while or whatever, or had new people, whatever it is. And it was so amazing. And then it's over. And just kind of pausing and reflecting on the day can be incredibly valuable in, in helping you reset so that you don't go down again any path of remorse or um, sadness that it's over with or um, or bitterness that something bad happened, just kind of reflecting in order to reset. It's the feelings that we don't acknowledge that really end up um biting us in the tush, so to speak, right? If we just stuff down the feelings and we don't acknowledge them, those are the ones that um, can literally kind of seep into our cellular tissue like a like a scar and and do some damage. So good, bad, happy, stressful, remorseful or otherwise, acknowledging, reflecting on those feelings and then just letting them pass. So that's the R. Um, The other thing I'll just say is in the releasing, release the pressure of how the holidays should be and take ownership of what you can do during the holidays to help you. So you have another holiday season coming up if you celebrate Hanukkah or Christmas Or even if you don't, the holiday seasons are still there that you're going to be um, surrounded by those holidays. So uh, start to figure out how you can release the pressure of how holidays um, will impact you. And the other thing I think of is in your journaling or even in your thought process when you're kind of just um, absorbing your thoughts is how do you hope things will be different in the future? Um, How do you How would you want them to be any different than they were this past time? And and just reflect on that as well. And in reflection too, you can do things that bring you a sense of comfort or release in the form of reading a book or listening to music and just honoring this energetic force field that we all have that needs to have some space and time to absorb and, and release if needed and feel okay taking some time for yourself. All right, on to the next letter. It would be E. And if you know me well, you can only imagine what I'm going to tell you. And that is exercise. Exercise is the best thing to do this day after Thanksgiving. Because most likely you might have eaten um, more than you normally do. And most likely you might have had some... uh, you know, just more sitting than you normally do. Even if you sit all day, you you just might have been sitting more. Whether it was in a car to go somewhere, or a plane, or sitting at the dining room table, um, or even if you were working in the kitchen all day, you're you're working. You are working in certain positions without a lot of expansion. So, get out and move. Get out and exercise. Get out in the sun. If it's not sunny, then get out in um, the rain. <laughs> But get out and move, feel the elements around you and get your heart rate going um, because that blood pumping is the best healing elixir you can give to your body. Um, The brain hormones rely on this as well. We've talked about this in other episodes, those wonderful um, endorphins that help boost your mood, they are released with exercise. So get um, on your feet, on your hands, on your mat, on the grass, in the gym, whatever it is that you can do. And um, exercise, because it really will help a lot. Most likely you've indulged in some way. It could have been in, in the form of alcohol, too. Um, but it, Thanksgiving kind of gives us permission to um, overly indulge. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it doesn't, you know, we always feel the effects of that because our stomach can only handle so much food and it gets um, a little overly stretched and that is uncomfortable. And so just getting on and move, moving kind of helps the digestive process going. It helps you reset to your kind of norm, you know, so that you um, can just, not kind of stay in the post-holiday slump. Some people start at Thanksgiving and they really don't recover until after New Year's. And that is not an inevitable trend. So just uh, get out and exercise and that will really help you reset. Okay, next letter is S. Well, there's a lot of things we could do with S. But I think it's important, especially in the holidays, to mention service. Service is crucial in the holidays because there's many people that are less fortunate than ourselves. And if we get at all caught up in any kind of post-Thanksgiving blues or post-holiday blues in general, nothing like being um, of service to help you feel better. Um, and it can be in the form of going to with a soup kitchen. You might have already done that for Thanksgiving, but they certainly need help after Thanksgiving as well. So often when i was growing up my church group we would go to our local soup kitchen the weekend after thanksgiving and give out the leftovers and in, in the form of sandwiches and stuff and but it's really also you're you're really connecting to someone else who is less, less fortunate and it feels really good to be of service because there's always someone less fortunate and then going in to an animal shelter is another wonderful way of helping out. These animals are usually in cages, and they need some form of activity, whether it's in the form of walking or cleaning out the cages. Animal shelters often will need volunteers. Some you have to have already had some kind of volunteer you know, sign up or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a meeting. You, you've, you've had to already be a volunteer, but you can call ahead of time and say, hey, I'm in town for the holidays or hey, I'd like to come in and help out today. What am I allowed to do as a first-time volunteer if you've never been there before? But if you have already volunteers in an animal shelter, the day after Thanksgiving is a great day to go and help out with the animals in some way. Going and visiting the elderly. Um, This is another thing my church group did when we were growing up. Uh, We would do this around Christmas and uh, also around Thanksgiving, because uh, so many of the um, our older population are in some kind of retirement community or assisted, not assisted living, totally dependent living like a nursing home. And those places are super depressing. And one reason they're depressing is there's lack of uh, diversity in terms of age. It's many, many old people and not a lot of younger people that bring them some energy and joy. And so coming in there and sitting and reading with them, or we would do crossword puzzles or um, just any kind of puzzle, just enjoying some time with the elderly and giving attention to a population that is really um, undervalued, I think, in our culture, which is unfortunate. I worked with a lot of the older population in my first uh, five to eight years of physical therapy. And it's, it's another topic for another day, but I, I really saw the differences in how cultures appreciate the elderly or do not appreciate the elderly. And unfortunately, I think our culture does not do enough to really fully appreciate the elderly. So here's one way to do it is go and visit a nursing home and see what you can do there as well to bring some joy to others even something like offering to walk someone's dog or watch their child to give some help so that they could have a little more time on their hands or if they're working some people have to work the day after Thanksgiving so these kind of things are really wonderful ways to volunteer of your time that's the form of service your time your energy and um can be that kind of help can be so appreciated you're you're also by volunteering and working with others, you're, you're getting some valuable time and with other people and making connections because one thing after Thanksgiving or after Christmas or other um, holidays during this time period is it can be very isolating for people. And that can be like a rabbit hole that you go down. So getting out and being not only of service, but having some social interaction with people can be very, very important to make you feel better and um, to reset you, to reestablish your, your base so that you feel uh, as positive and as balanced as possible during this um, holiday time period, which can inevitably bring some stress. So uh, we have, what do we have? Another E. Well, there's a lot of things for this E as well. But one thing is, I I think it's really important to evaluate, evaluate, evaluate your life, right? Why is this a good time to do it? Because you're often brought into a period, a very specific time period, where you are encountering your past, your present and maybe even your future all in one little time capsule nugget and evaluating how you handle that. So for instance, let me speak to going home as an adult, going back to your childhood's home, childhood home. And you could be an adult, you could be a 21-year-old adult coming home from college. And evaluating how you respond to certain dynamics. I remember reading early on when I, from, from this wonderful psychologist friend, this book she gave me, and we were talking about family dynamics. And it essentially said that um, you will never change anyone. You won't change anyone in your family. You won't change the way, especially if they're older and it might be your mom or dad or even maybe even an older sibling. But what you can change is your response. And that over time will change the dynamic but it's hard because it's kind of all on you so evaluating how you are, are how you handle the holidays how you handle the post holidays how you handle the interactions you have with other people that takes that first state of observation that I talked about in another episode that i really think what is what yoga instills in us and at least I hope it does, is the observing, observing how we move so we can move better, observing how we're attached to something, an idea or a type of movement that might not be the best or serve us the most and, and how how hard it is for us to kind of detach from certain ideas. So in this evaluation, um, seeing where we can Be better ourselves, whether it's be better listeners or help out more. I noticed when I would come home, I actually haven't been to my family's home in a long time for Thanksgiving. This is the first Thanksgiving I've had at home. But when I would come home for Christmas, we would kind of get in the same routine where my mom, I'm one of four kids, my mom would do all of the uh, making of the food it's very Southern, like she did it all. And like, we're all healthy adults, we can help out, but she would do it all and then want to clean up her particular way. And I would kind of honor that like, okay, well, this is her way. And then I had to evaluate like, well, I'm all I'm doing is I'm being the kid in this situation. And she is this incredible burden of preparing the meals, cooking them and then cleaning up just because she likes to do it a certain way. So I have to, I have to, um, respect the fact that she has a certain way and not be rude about it, but I also have to come in there and be a little bit more insistent that I'm going to help out and just find where I can help out that makes her feel comfortable so that her role is still um, firmly established. She's the mom, she's taking care of people, but that she's not also going to feel resentful that she's done it all. And so I evaluated that and over a several holidays, it wasn't just one, I started to um, do more and be involved, involved in things more, but I had to do it slowly. So it didn't look like I was trying to either take over or that I was going to get in her way. And it, it worked really, really well. But you have to evaluate how you are in a dynamic in your family. And I'm sure it may have already happened over at the Thanksgiving table, but you different political views, different lifestyle views can all kind of come to head at a a Thanksgiving dinner and we have to evaluate our own responses. While we may feel very strongly um, about a certain point of view and and be very um, vehemently opposed to someone else's point of view on that, uh, we have to evaluate our part our participation in those discussions. So, say you did have a really heated discussion yesterday at the Thanksgiving table. Take this time to just evaluate it without faulting yourself or the person that you were um, the conversation was involved with. Um, but just how can you better communicate um, without straying from your core values, but also, without going into a territory that is not going to be helpful for anyone by negating somebody else's feelings. And this is super challenging in the realm of family in particular, because we feel safe enough kind of with our family to express our views, but we can also feel super angry with our family because if their views are very different from ours, it's it's even, it's more of a wound. And so it's just a fascinating social experience to evaluate how we respond. And that is the only thing we can control. At the end of the day, I really was so happy that I learned that early on in this, um, in this book on psychology. Uh, so evaluate. And then the final thing of the reset is, of course, thanks. We did it yesterday in theory, and we need to continue to do it beyond just the day of Thanksgiving. We need to give thanks. We need to receive thanks. We need to be this vessel of continual gratitude. It's going, We're going to have our moments where we are grumpy and we're feeling dissatisfied and maybe even super down, but we need to think of ways to reframe our feelings and not believe that our feelings define who we are. And the best way to do that is to take a moment and think about what we can be thankful for. What can we feel thankful about? Even yesterday, if there was a conflict, can you be appreciative of how you handled it? Can you be appreciative of that you could have these talks, that you could have the trust in the room that very tough discussions could happen? or feelings could be hurt, but giving thanks that you have love and are loved. And that even when we hurt each other, we can show forgiveness. And the first thing to do is be the first to show up, be the first to say hello, and be the first to say, I'm sorry. And be the first to say, thank you. It's really about, at the end of the day, Thanksgiving is about giving thanks. And being grateful um, as much of the time as possible. It's kind of unrealistic to think that we're going to be grateful every moment of the day, but it's can we notice when we are going down a path and we need to reset and reestablish that kind of attitude of gratitude. And whenever we feel blue, list the things that we feel thankful for in our lives. Take time to think about these things and appreciate them. We know this. Researchers have shown it again. You've there's lots of books out there about that. That gratitude is really linked with uh, good physical and emotional health. And in times like a post holiday, we we need that. We need that buoyancy to help us feel just lighter and not dragged down by whatever did pop up over the pre and um, mid holiday session. The other thing I will say is give thanks and think about the things you have. And in today, especially, think about the things that you want versus what you need. Um, This is a big day of consumerism. And um, this is not about holding judgment over someone who goes out and buys uh, a 36-inch, I guess that's the size, a 36-inch TV just because it was half price. I think we have to really evaluate... Um, what we spend our money on, where we put our dollars, and um, do we need something? Do we really need something um, or do we just want it? And giving thanks uh, helps us reset and establish what it is that we actually need because we don't need a lot to keep us happy. We might be told by the television, by um, all the, the advertising certainly for a day like black friday that you're going to be happier because all these you're going to have all these great sales and that just feels good but that is so temporary that is so temporary gratitude is not so come back to that this isn't a lecture i'm just i'm just saying notice Notice, do you really need the stuff that they're trying to sell? Personally, I think Black Friday is the biggest stress of <laughs> the entire Thanksgiving weekend. It's crazy. So I never go shopping on the Black Friday. I prefer to go for a walk in the woods and uh, commune with nature and feel grateful for this life and this breath and this movement that I have in my body. That works for me. Um, so just notice if that's something that might work for you as well, instead of going and um, purchasing a lot of stuff today because we, as consumers, as human beings, we need to notice, we need to give thanks, we need to reset our priorities. And this could be no other, uh, no better day to do it than a day that is set aside as a holiday of, um, buying stuff. So without any more of that, I don't want to be on a pulpit. It's just what I've noticed. And I hope that, um, you find whatever you need today to reset. I hope this helped you. And I just also want to take a moment and thank you all so much for tuning in to this podcast. The, the just the messages I've gotten, the reviews, everything have been just overwhelming. I I feel so um heard and supported by you all and I feel that we are having a, an exchange of energy as much as I am talking and giving my thoughts and my experience to voice, I am receiving so much energy in return. So thank you so much. Please share with friends um, that benefits me and I hope it benefits them as well. It benefits us all if we keep spreading this good um, redefining yoga and movement, uh, movement. It's a big movement we're trying to create here, moving to be better people. And the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast And you, of course, can rate and review it. And if you take a screenshot, send it to podcast at movementbylaura.com. And we will send you a link to a free 70-minute class with me. I, again, appreciate everything. And I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope this weekend continues to be great. Reset in all the ways. Take care of yourself. Because when you give yourself self-love and self-care, you are better for all of those around you. And that is the movement we need in our lives. Thank you so much. Love from me to you.